Midweek Muscle Podcast. Midweek. The Midweek Muscle Podcast starts now. Hey, good people. This is Jay-Z bringing you your dose of the Midweek Muscle. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Or whenever you're choosing to listen to this podcast. It's a birthday celebration. I hope you knew that. If you didn't, you know it's a birthday party going on in here. Now, I talked about it last cast. We uh, last cast was the actual anniversary of the Midweek Muscle, um, but like my birthday is in a week, and so why not just continue this thing? So with me, I have my good near dear friend Kirby is on the show. Hey, happy birthday! Oh, you know. Thanks, girl. Thanks. Um, uh, I think I've only forgotten like one year. (laughs) (laughs) And you know what? I'm not good with dates, so I don't remember. (laughs) That's why we're such a good pair. (laughs) Listen, if I, like, I'm so terrible with dates. So my whole thing around this is like, don't, I can tell you a name a lot quicker than I can tell you a date. So don't come to me and expect me to remember an anniversary, your birthday, the date that you got, the first whatever, because I'm terrible with, like, I forgot the birthday of this thing. (laughs) I'm like, y'all, I'm busy and I need to get my life together. Um, So I'm not good with that kind of stuff. So thank you. You're welcome. Uh, so since the last time you've been on, what's been new? Uh, my life. I know. Talk about it. I can't wait to read that blog post, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Don't do that to me. Yes, can't wait. It's out there, so now you got to do it. (laughs) Now it's happening. So my life has just been crazy. Um, new job title. So officially assistant dean. I've been hey, hey. Yeah. Congratulations. Thanks. Out here making big moves. <sighs> Trying. Dr. I, Kirby, by the way, friends. <laughs> Dr. Kirby. I have a nine-month-old who is getting into everything. So yeah, he so is a ton of fun and so cute. He is so And cute. I realized that I am like the stereotypical mom because he was eating dinner the other day and I had all his clothes off. He was just in a diaper and he like raised his arm to scratch his head. And I'm like, Alan, he's got the cutest armpits. <laughs> oh, not that kind of mom. Oh, armpits. Oh, like, can I just take a picture of it? It's so chunky, that little skin fat right there. The little fold. It's so soft and little folds in his armpit. I didn't take a picture. I just, like, tickled it. And he yes. looked at me like I was crazy. And Alan told me to stop. Please don't take a picture and put it out there. You're child will forever be (laughs) opposed spare him but yeah it's just been busy I have learned that in my new administrative role well part administrative role that like emailing returning emails takes up literally 50% of my day I'm trying to figure out how to balance getting like my grading done with the administrative side of it because that is like putting out fires and yeah. trying yeah. to answer people's questions just takes so much time and energy. Yeah, because you got to involve everybody and their mom in the equation. And you're like, can it, does this just be a yes or no? Uh, but I, I bet you didn't know that your new job would be like firefighter. 
Like just stomping no, out fires all day. Babysitter, <laughs> firefighter, therapist. You just graduated like, into like three roles. <laughs> girl. Like, <laughs> You're like, uh, can we go back? Now, um, you know, I've always wondered this, right? Because I, I, I don't know. I kind <clears> of, <throat> anymore, I just kind of go with thoughts that pop into my head. And so like this theme of like self-control keeps popping into my head. And so, like, because, you know, like, I work with students, too. You work at the students at the much higher level than me. Like, I promise sometimes I have graduated, like, sixth graders, I feel like. <laughs> um, but, you know, I, lo- I love them all. Um, but, like, this whole idea of self-control, like, do you notice that your students, like, struggle with self-control? In what way? Like... Getting like, work, like time management, self-control. Yeah, yeah, like across the board, like the discipline to get their stuff done, like academically, the discipline to get their sports done. Like what are they into? Like what are they, what do you wish your students like? See, overall, I think I have pretty good students, mm-hmm. but I do have those where it's like, can you just follow directions? Like that's the thing that really kills me is students that just – don't follow directions. You tell them something, you give it to them in a written format. Like you tell them, tell them and tell them again, hand it to them in a piece of paper. And they still are like, oh, I didn't know I had to do that. I'm like, are you kidding me? Did I not like, did I? And then I have to double check because sometimes I have conversations in my head and like I don't say them out loud. So 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 sometimes they really confuse me and I have to double check with other students in the class. I'm like, did I not go into detail saying this or what happened? They're like, no, you said it. So from and guess what? It's not just students. Like it's it's adults adults too. too. It's insane how you would think that there would be some differentiating factors between like college students and adults, but it's not. I mean, uh, and I'm uh, like I'm guilty right. of it too. Like we just have higher degrees, but we do the same stuff. Yeah, you still play with that heart swinging down the swing or high. Hey, that was <laughs> <laughs> that was between us, hey. me, you, and Reese. Oh. <laughs> um, you like I. Like, I don't know, because I, I like to think that there's, because it's funny because I was listening to a talk show and they were talking about, you know, addiction or whatever. You know, obviously you can be addicted to multiple things. And it's that whole idea, like I was with, like, I know I was listening to the talk show, but I was also listening to the psychologist, uh, like I was in a training with a psychologist or whatever. And they said the reason why the cycle becomes vicious is because, you do it, you say you're going to quit, you relapse, you feel guilty, you live in the guilt and shame, you start all over again. So basically, that's the cycle that you run into. And so, like, I was listening to the talk show, and it was talking about, like, that element of, like, man, when you don't discipline yourself, you're always going to overindulge. And that therapist was saying that online. I'm like, hmm, I wonder if those habits start way before, like, we even get involved in something that can be potentially addictive. Yeah, I mean, I think it makes sense. I think from a young age, like, there's... And when you said that about addiction, that I was watching something, I think... No, it wasn't This Is Us, but I was watching something. Dang, I need to catch up. (laughs) And they were talking about how, um, like, they're just chasing that first high. 
Like the first yeah. time that like they got high or got drunk and like their every high or whatever after that is not the same. So they're just trying to chase that first high and that's why like they continue. So why is it like too. technology? Like I didn't get a high from being with technology, but it's like that constant dopamine increase. Like, is that a reason why I guess I was going somewhere, but I didn't like I'm talking <laughs> out loud. But like, is it, it like, I didn't get a high off of technology, maybe like the likes or whatever, but like was like, oh, somebody pays attention to me. But it's like that whole fueling up. Are we missing directions because we're paying attention to other things? Oh, my gosh. Yes. So the so your question about technology, I'm sure you've seen it. There's this um, video, YouTube video with Simon Sinek. Oh, love him. And yeah, he's talking about like the the issues with millennials and like the millennial question like and <laughs> we we are actually like millennials. I know. Which is oh well, crazy. we got but, skin in the game, but y'all right. <laughs> we're in the very very edge, right. like on the tip tippy toe. But he was talking about the same thing with being addicted to social media and. Um, you're still pretty much chasing that high of getting likes and comments and like people making you feel good about them liking your post and having positive reactions to your post. So it's kind of the same thing. What was your other question? Girl, I don't know. Like, I, just, <laughs> I talk in my head too. Like, uh, but no, like just do, do oh, we are think we that like, are we just distracted? Like, cause you said like the major thing with like, Students don't get their work done, but adults aren't listening to instructions either. And I kind of feel that way too. Like, stop talking. Like, just let's go step by step through the instructions. Yeah. So <laughs> I think that that's something that everybody needs to work on because in class, like, students have their laptops up, they have their phones on. And I mean, if I'm in a meeting and I'm like, oh, I'm not sure how much this applies to me, I will quickly bust open my laptop and start grading or start responding Dang. to emails or something. So, and then halfway catch what's even going on and have to like go back and read the minutes to figure it out. But, but I think we're all so distracted by all the things that are going on in our lives. Some really important, some maybe not so important, but yeah, there's so many distractions with technology, just like, and students are so busy. Oh God. Like it's crazy how busy they are. And like, I have some students that are working full-time jobs, um, playing sports, full-time students, and I'm just like, how? How are you, how are you doing? All, like, how are you functioning? And then we have faculty members who just have a ton going on with family, work, maybe a part-time, a second job or part-time job or whatever. And the fact that you have to do that, right? <laughs> right. And it's like how, yeah, it's really hard for people to focus with everything, all the distractions that they have going on, but... We have this need to constantly stay connected and then like our students, I'm constantly trying to grade and keep everything updated because people have like, they're the microwave generation. Like they need everything done instantaneously, oh, right. instantly and need that quick feedback for everything. So it's like mm -hmm. we're constantly under that pressure too of making sure that we can give our students and give people, coworkers the results right away, right. like instant results. Like, mm -hmm. but you're not a machine, right? And you're constantly running, 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 and pushing yourself and pulling yourself in different directions. 
though. Uh, but see, like, that's the thing. Like, I feel like you're more charismatic, so you care, so you put more time into it. I had a professor just uh, last semester that when the computer said one minute after, like, he was, he shut that thing down. Like, that mm -hmm. eight-page paper, that pissed me off, and I didn't get any credit for it. It's like, ze like zero empathy whatsoever. Like, he removed every element of emotion out of it. Like, late is late. That literally was his email response to me. Late is late. And so I'm just thinking, like, man, where's the, where's the question? Like, boom, is there a reason? What happened? But I, I know when you get into that, like, it, like, rabbit trails into many different, because people have all types of excuses. But it's just like, dang, is this the time for you to teach me a life lesson right now? Because I really don't need it. But See, I kind of get that with undergrad students and being that strict with them. But when you're working with professional adults who understand deadlines and sense of urgency, like, you're not teaching me anything but not accepting my work a minute late. Yo, I'm, my shit was on fire. Excuse the language, but like I was on fire. Like, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Sometimes you got to throw it away. But I get it with the instant grading and the instant that's a lot of pressure on you guys. Goodness, I never thought about it. But it's standpoint. not just in higher ed. I think that's across the board in pretty much any industry. Oh, yes. Uh, teachers, like, when I walk into the buildings anymore, like, teachers are, like, between testing, grading, end of the school year stuff, commencement exercises, or graduation, like, they're just like, oh, my gosh, can't wait for summer. So, yes, yeah, true. Um, <laughs> so you, you talk about all these distractions. So how you handling like all your distractions? Like how I do you stay distracted? <laughs> so what is something you do to like make sure you get it done? I make lists. Ew. A um, list. I have like I'm a check it off, check the box off type of person. So sometimes I'll even like if I'm getting stuff done and like I do something that wasn't on my list, I'll add it to my list just so I can check it off. <laughs> That makes you feel good, like, did that. <laughs> all those post-it notes all over right. your office. I'm down like, to what? three post-it notes in my oh, office that's right pretty now. Good. But I've discovered the post-it notes on your laptop, so now I have post-it notes on my, like, laptop. You oh. know the post-it note app or whatever? No. I'll have to show you. Oh. It's a, I think it's just a Mac thing. I'm not sure. Okay. But um, I look at things as they come in and by due dates. So I just do like whatever came in first in first out. I got you pretty much, and then whatever is due, whatever was due the longest to go, I'll grade that first. <laughs> and then if something drops on my desk and like it needs instant feedback or whatever, then I try to get that done right away. Just depending on how quickly it needs to be done. If it can wait, then I try to let it wait. Um, but then when I get home, then I try to just let it be all about my family because I get like two hours with my kid before it's bedtime and it makes me so sad. I know. So, I know. um. Family time is important too. Yeah. I just kind of like shut everything off, shut everything out and just focus on them. And if my <laughs> husband is working nights, then after I put AJ to bed, then I'll like go back and grade or answer more emails or whatever. See, and in, in my mind, when I'm doing family time, there's still that anxiety of 
what am I not doing? Like, how far behind am I going to be in something else? Yeah, but then uh, if you do something else or you do something else while I miss you're out with on your family, family then, yeah. and that's time that you're never you going to get back. back. Yeah, I know. So, like, you can always turn something in late or get it. No, I will fail out of school, girl. Like, the way how they're treating me, like, oh. But you can't, like, I can't get back. Uh, April 15th with my kid. No, and he's, you're right, and the, he's so sweet. He's so darn cute. So I wouldn't want to waste time with that little chunk. I just anyway. get as many snuggles with him as I can, I know, and I, I, I spend as much time with him as I can, and I try to spend quality time with my husband, but he gets me at my worst because it's like very end of the day and I'm tired and I don't oh, I'm yeah. either like I don't want to play at all or all I want to do is play cause I'm, and he's like would you sit down and shut up oh. but um but so yeah it's just, it's just yeah. work balance try there's no such thing not in this age but See, and I thought, like, being, like, I really thought, like, this phase of life would be about, like, coasting. And it's like, I feel like I'm working harder now than I was in my 20s. Uh, Yeah, because it didn't matter in your 20s. I'm over here, like, man, I'm thinking my 30s are going to be, like, boom, like, let's get to it. But now it's like, I was telling somebody the other day, they were checking in with me, and they were like, I, I said, I just simply just put it out there, like, I am not really enjoying my 30s the way I thought I would. Like, I had this image in my mind that once I hit my 30s, it could still be like this sex in the city, like wear that dress, like go on those lunch dates or dinner dates and like do your thing and just, you know, go to work, work hard, but then have like that social playtime too. And... I've been grossly disappointed. <laughs> See, that's the thing. Like, that is the thing. That oh. media and, uh. like, media projects these things onto us that are not true. Like, I lies. Awful. Start, okay, so start with Disney movies and the freaking princesses nope. and all that stuff. And life is going to be a fairy tale. My boy is not yes. allowed to watch him. Yep. And then they're like, oh, you're 20. It's like, you're going to travel. You're going to do this. You're going to graduate from college. And life is just going to be fun. And you're going to party. And you're going to meet the love of your life and get married. And late 20s, you're going to settle down and have kids. And it's like, no. And then your 30s, oh, yeah. Got the kid part down. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like your 30s, you're going to be able to chill and just, like you said, coast through life. and. Oh, no, gosh. that is a that is a lie. Little tears float <laughs> out my eyes on a regular basis. Like, oh my gosh, what am I doing? And why does this matter? Your thirties, you're like trying to get your career in line and figure out like what it is that you want to do with your life. Like, there, people tell you, oh, you'll figure it out in your twenties. That's when you try different jobs or whatever. No, that's Psych. a bunch of crap. Can you remember like, your twenties? <laughs> <laughs> Barely. <yeah. laughs> Like you're, I feel like your thirties are really when you are trying to figure out, okay, is this what I want to do with my life? Like, is this where I want to be, where I want to go? And if not, then I need to make some changes and I need to make them quickly. But it's like, what if the changes are made for you? Like, that's the part where I struggle with. Like, you know, if your networks aren't strong enough, 
And if, if you don't have that network that can help, like, extend the olive branch, then when those decisions get made for you, like, brr, then what? Like, like this is, I guess, the part of learning and reality that I'm facing is that we all have those choices. Mm-hmm. And you're right. Like, we get images put in our heads so often. Oh, I was reading this article, right? Like, you can... Wait, hold on. Plug, since you put my blog post on blast that I still have to finish writing. Oh, yeah. You better get that out there, girl. <laughs> so, my blog post for this coming week or whenever I finish writing yeah, it because it's, it. like, halfway written... It's basically the same thing that we just talked about are the lies that people tell women about how they can have it all when that's a bunch of bullshit. Like, there's no way, no way. You can keep a clean can, house, be cute right. all the time. <laughs> like, we can't, we cannot, we can't have it all. Uh. I'm going to just, if you did not hear me clearly, you cannot have it all. Period. Point blank like you you can't so you can I in my blog post I talk about like my daily struggles about like spilling breast milk and if anybody has breastfed you know that you are traumatized by spilling an ounce of that stuff spilling cereal just trying to get out the door forgetting stuff running back in the house it's just my life. This is my life on a daily basis. It's supposed to be a quick bath. It's supposed to be a quick bath. Like, oh, I can throw them in the bath real quick, but ends up boo boo ends up in the tub. Ah, like, oh, or vomit. Gonna, or That's vomit. what we've been dealing. Then you gotta with. clean that up. Like, oh, this just took two hours. Like, great. <laughs> uh, I get it. I get it, ladies and gentlemen. That was Doctor Kirby saying that. So <laughs> I don't have credentials like that. <laughs> you better listen. Um, but yeah, it, it's really hard. Like, and even the people who portray having it all, there's something dysfunctional behind the scenes. Right. Something. And you hate that that's the case. Like, can you have it all? And then once you do, what's dysfunctional behind it? Because there is something. Right. And like, I'm constantly screaming every day, like, my life. <laughs> but it's it's so true. Like, it's so hard to like, and it, that that's... Like, I hate that we have this image of, like, what quote-unquote perfect is because there's no such thing. And it's, like, it's really hard to navigate life and have that idea of perfect because there's no such thing. Right. Like, I had this mental breakdown before I got married. Did I know this? I think we talked about it Uh, quite a bit. I think you'll, yeah, we talked about it. Um, because I'm like, I am not the traditional wife. Like, I'm not the wife that media says that I should be. And I was scared to death that my husband, or my fiancé at the time, um, once we got married, he thought the switch would just flip. And that, um, I would turn into this perfect wife that life said, that media says that I should be. Um, but... And for the first, well, not for the first week, but, like, for the couple weeks approaching my wedding, I'm, like, just constantly telling him, I'm, like, things are not going to change. I just want you to know that things are not going to change. I'm not going to be this instant Molly made wife and... No offense if you work at Molly made. And be the perfect wife. I'm just going to continue being me and we're going to keep doing our thing. And he said... 
I'm marrying you because of who you are, not because of who I want you to become. Something like that. I made it sound better than what it, what he actually said. But <laughs> in my mind, that's what he said. <laughs> oh, God. Well, at least you interpreted it well. Uh, but it's like, As opposed to when I got braids and he said, you look like a basketball player. And I was oh, like, what are you trying to say? <laughs> I'm so with you, right? Um, and I'm sure if we ask... <clears throat> the people who work at Molly May, like, what's life look like for you? They'll be like, oh, honey, bye. Like, <laughs> they would probably have something like that, too. But also, like, that cre- that encroaching anxiety around, am I enough? Um, which sort of brings me to that point. Like, my point of, like, I love that I have the opportunity to have you on the show um, so often because I'm like, yay, somebody's with me. Uh, but I oftentimes like just, I just sometimes just want to hit record and just say go like, like how I just discovered you mix two cereals when you eat like, hello, we how can't do you be friends. not mix I two cereals? Oh can't my gosh. You get bored just eating the same okay, cereal. No, like mixing two <laughs> cereals with two different flavors. <laughs> Who does it's that? It's frosted mini weeds and honey nut I'm Cheerios. totally putting a poll <laughs> out there to see like are are do you are you a cereal mixer? Cause that's your problem. <laughs> you need to have one cereal so you can get all the flavor. I'm like, who does that? I do. My dad, that is something my dad taught me how to do. My dad, who also puts peanuts in his Pepsi. That is so country. <laughs> but yes, I, at least I don't mix but... my milk. No, I don't. Yeah, no, I can't do that either. <laughs> well, you know what? I might like. See, everybody try mixing your cereals. Don't, I mean, don't get like a fruity cereal and a chocolate cereal. Do, I do Honey Nut Cheerios and. Frosted mini wheat. Like, say, two different textures. Like, uh, and it's okay. good. I cannot. Um, but <laughs> that changes <laughs> that I cannot focus because I can't focus on the same flavor of cereal. That's, for one that's your problem. <laughs> I, I just said it. That's your problem. Now, uh, I, I, I do want to um, uh, respect your time and everything, too. So, like, I'm at this place where it's just like, you know, I the, a lot of the things that we just talked about, like it just kind of came up. So it's it's good that we can dialogue. But um, like this whole idea of anniversaries, I did not know this because obviously I'm not good with dates. But um, I love having you on because you you help make this thing come to life. You help bring out the expression of me that I am a person. I love to joke. I love to have fun. Because when it's me by myself, you only get that. You joke Um, with yourself. I joke with myself. Um, But when I get someone else on, we get that natural dialogue. Uh, But what's super important is that going back to what you said earlier, this image of figure it out in your 20s, but and and really building into your career. And I, I know you didn't know this part was coming, but I have a sincere thank you um, because this exact week was the week you invited me to come speak to your students in undergrad for the very first time. Yeah. Rewind 2016. And in that moment, I was still working and still doing my career thing and excited and still just making moves and like I was on the go. And so I really, I took it serious because it was something you invited me to do, but I really didn't have any sort of additional feeling behind it because I didn't put the level of 
oh, what do you say? Like the emotional quotient wasn't there. And it wasn't until a decision was made for me and I was laid off of my job where you said, I don't care, Joe, if you can make a way to come back, come back. And so I did. And it was in that moment where I realized that, man, there's fire in my belly to be emotionally connected to this. And long story short, I mean, if it weren't for you, this would not be this. Uh, upon what so I know upon so many other things that I've set out to do, like a friendship and a connection is is so important. But you know, you need people pushing you to just try. And if it weren't for you inviting me to say, I just need somebody to speak to my students. Like it may have happened haphazardly or whatever, but it happened. But for you to continue it, it, it is incredible. Um, and it fueled a fire in me that I didn't know existed. And it fueled a fire in me to do something that I never thought I'd do in a million years. So all connections that I have and the things that I have are because you pushed me into it and you encouraged me to do that. And I may not be like at every single level that I want to be at with life, but this rough road that I'm walking is in part the most rewarding road I've ever walked. And it's the most encouraging road I've ever walked. And it's, it's, I have many people to thank, many, many, many people to thank. But the initial prompting was because you've opened the door. And so thank you, friend, for opening the door. Well, thank you for doing such a good job every time you come. And my students love you. Um, and I mean, I've told you this before, but I think that this is really what you're truly meant to do public speaking, your podcast, uh, motivational speaking, life coach, whatever <laughs> it may look like, even though you got to get your own life together. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I got to get my I'm own just... together. Like, it's all over the place. I can't. <laughs> like, thinking about it like a little tear wells up. <laughs> no, I'm just <laughs> But um... you give advice and you speak so passionately when you speak like I'm telling you this time because um we're together today because I invited her back up to speak to my classes um and I'm just like just chill have a conversation and but I know it's going to turn into this like impassioned talk and um you're going to move all of my students like you always do but this is where I really think that God is moving you and I know how you said like things happen to things happened to you with losing your jobs and then we were walking through the mall and ran into he was like hey we're looking for somebody to fill a spot and it just kind of like fell into place um in that way but I really think that this is where God is putting you and where you need to be at this point in your life like do I think that you're always gonna be doing um, exactly what you're doing right now no because you have a bigger audience that I mean your audience is great right now but you have a and I don't mean the podcast I think you're gonna do the podcast forever <laughs> I mean like as far as like speaking to high schoolers and uh, middle schoolers, I th really think that like your audience is broader and it's going to be high schoolers, middle schoolers, college students, corporate America, 
Um, and I'm really trying to convince her to go into a consulting <laughs> group with me and start this business with me. But I know your life. So, <laughs> so hopefully this time next year, it'll be a different story. And we're like, oh, yeah, we started this leadership diversity <laughs> training <laughs> consultation group and it's booming <sighs> and. Um, but yeah, I just, I believe in you and I know that you believe in me too. Hence why you put my, uh, blog post on blast that I have not finished writing yet. (laughs) But I mean, you're the reason that I didn't stop doing my blog. And, um, why I actually continue to write it because, which is Kirby day by day, by the way. Um, and why I actually continue to write, even though I don't write as often as I want to, just because life. And nothing's um, perfect. Right. And you can't have it all. Um, but it's a way for me to be able to get out my thoughts and my feelings on things and kind of like de-stress. And that's an, like, it's important for you to have something for yourself. And you always encourage me and say, you might just be touching one person or two people or whatever, but those one or two people make a difference. Yeah, they sure do. Um, so thank you as well. Thanks, girl. Well, we're going to wrap this up and come to a close. Uh, hey, good people. I am going to, we dropped a lot of like um, links and byways and tryways of things that we talked about. Um, I'm going to try to figure out how to get it on a nice little story montage on Instagram and Facebook. So that way you could see, I'm also going to try to put it, uh, all the links up on my Facebook so you can check out the Simon Sinek, uh, video. So you could check out Kirby's, uh, day by day post. Um, so you and can AJ's get, armpit and AJ's armpit, <laughs> uh, sweet, sweet boy. And, uh, you know, a few other things that we have mentioned. So stay tuned for that. It is coming. I hope to be putting on stories, you know, my adventures while I'm up here on campus and things of that nature. So stay tuned, look alive, be aware. You know how we do things. We just love to, this is a part of what I do. I want to put that fire in your belly to take on that week. So let's get this week going. Let's go out there. Let's make it a great birthday celebration month and let's close it out on a high note. And for that, I hope you guys enjoyed Kirby, and I hope you guys enjoyed your time on the show today. Same place, same time, different week. Next week, we'll all be together. Can't wait to see you there. Um, And as always, hearts up, and let go. Hey! (laughs)